I'm Kristen Belville. I'm Noah Belville. And you're listening to Being the Belvilles, a podcast where we talk about faith, family, and fun with a side of gaming. Christmas. Um, this is Kristen and Noah coming at you with a special edition of Being the Bellevilles. Today we're just going to read through some different parts of the Christmas story and it's just something for you guys to kind of contemplate whether it's by yourself during your quiet time with your family, with your friends, whoever you're spending Christmas with today. And we also have some discussion questions at the end that we'll read through and invite you guys to think through and contemplate today. Um, Because we know that Christmas is a time where there's a lot of hustle and bustle of cooking and arranging travel and things like that. And it can be easy to you know, as they say, like, forget the Christ in Christmas. So this is just a nice, hopefully easy way for y'all to have this moment of contemplation on Christmas. Anything you want to add, honey? In case anyone wants to follow along at home, the version we're going to be reading is New American Standard Bible, 1995. All right, I'll go ahead and dive in. Luke 1, 26-38 Now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. In coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at the statement, and kept pondering what kind of situation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the bondslave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Matthew 1, 18-25 Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man, and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Behold, The virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. 
and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Luke 2, 1-20 Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinus was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, There has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men, with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then, and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry, and found their way to Mary and Joseph, and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. Matthew 2, 1-12 Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you have found him, report to me so that I too may come and worship him. After hearing the king, they went their way, and the star, which they had seen in the east, went on before them, until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. 
Then, opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. Kristen and I came up with a few discussion questions um, to use if you guys uh, want to with your families or your friends, whoever you're listening to this with. And these questions are meant to be an invitation to contemplate the story perhaps a little more deeply, perhaps on a little bit more personal level. So if you think these would help, please keep listening. Okay, so this first question is something we thought of um, because so much of the stories we're reading are about how um, people learned that Jesus was going to be born uh, and how exciting that was for many different people across many different cultures. And so our question is, how did God tell you about Jesus? Our next question um, is meant to be just sort of an invitation to try to mentally step into the shoes of the Magi uh, and perhaps some of the other people who um, went to great lengths to meet Jesus and how it was an unusual thing because they were traveling great distances, um, probably at great expense, to meet this baby from a culture that was foreign to them, whose family they knew basically nothing about. Um, and anyway, uh, our question is, what is something you would travel a great distance for, perhaps across the country? Our third question is inspired by Mary and her response to the news about her having this virgin conception and birth, where she basically like called herself God's servant and said she would submit to his will. So our question for you is, what does it look like for you to be a faithful servant where God has you right now? Our next question is kind of a good follow-up to that last one, um, and it's just, who do you think God is encouraging you to tell about Jesus? And last but not least, our final question is inspired by the responses of the shepherds and the magi and just their desire to and response, which was praising God and worshiping Jesus. So our fifth and final question for you all to contemplate with your friends and family today is, what is a gift that God has given you that you can praise and thank him for? All right, and that's it for today's special Christmas edition of Being the Bellevilles. We hope you really enjoyed this and that it'll give you a chance to have some really intentional quality time with your families. And if you are a fan of what you heard today, make sure you follow us on whatever app you're listening on and also leave a rating and review. That just helps other people like you find this podcast because they might enjoy it too. And whatever you do this Christmas, pray big, love hard, and have fun. <laughs>